Thanks for listening to this podcast from Christ Church of Orinoco. Our hope is that it would help you discover completeness in Jesus. Now for this week's teaching. Here's what I want you to hear tonight. Here is the statement, the phrase that I want you to hear tonight. And it's this. We love because he first loved us. Who's ever read that in the Bible before? We love because he first loved us. Hey, remember, you should not be distracting your neighbor. We love because he first loved us. Maybe you've had those moments like me where you feel loved. Maybe a friend did something nice for you. Maybe a grandparent or a parent, they did something that actually kind of made things more difficult for them, but they did it to help you because they love you. You ever have those moments where you just like, I know that that person loves me. I know that my mom loves me. I know that my dad, my grandma, grandpa loves me. And that's kind of what love is, right? It's, it's often it's putting someone in front of you, putting the, uh, the needs or the life of another person as more important than your own. And we see this in movies too, right? So maybe you saw the big superhero movie that came out back in May in which a certain superhero that will go unnamed, just in case anyone hasn't seen it yet, but if you haven't, if you've been living under a rock, I mean, come on, it's been six months, but a certain superhero sacrifices himself to save half the universe from Thanos' snap. No spoilers. I'm just saying that does happen because he loves the people that he is sacrificing himself for. Or maybe you've seen it in like Star Wars or Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. And if you like Lord of the Rings, let's talk about it because we just became best friends. Uh, Or perhaps you've seen it in Disney's Inside Out. And who could forget the heroic sacrifice of the imaginary friend, Bing Bong, okay? Which is, that's a, yeah, Bing Bong is a good one. In those moments, there was no doubt, there was no doubt that love was being shown. Why? Because that's what love does. Love is not a feeling as much as it's an action. Love is to be acted upon toward everybody always, toward everybody, always. And that's what we're talking about tonight. It's going to be talking about over the next few weeks, how followers of Jesus are to show the love of God to people, everybody, always. But here's the thing. We have to know the love of God before we can show it, right? Like, how are we supposed to show something that we don't ourselves know? How are we supposed to show the love of God through our words and through our actions if we don't first know the love of God and embrace it for ourselves. You got to know it to show it, right? You know? So where do we start? Where do we start with knowing the love of God? Well, if we wanted, we could start at the beginning of the Bible. Genesis chapter one, verse one. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then everything that follows after that is God showing his love toward his people, even when they did not want to love him or even when they were being unfaithful. But that's what makes God so loving is that he's gonna love you regardless. His love is unconditional, which is really good news for us because we struggle with the same things that the people in the Old Testament struggled with. And if you ever have read the Old Testament, you know that it's pretty much every page that you're reading about somebody messing up somewhere and God loving them through it. And then enter Jesus Jesus comes down as God in human form, and he is just with people. 
He eats with them, and he talks with them, and he walks with them, and he hangs out with them, and he fishes with them, and then he talks some more. He does a lot of talking with people and a lot of listening, but then he also heals diseases. He heals people's blindness. He brings dead people back to life. What? That's amazing. He teaches things in a way that people had never taught things. He shows love and hope to people that had never up to this point in their lives been shown hope or love. People that the rest of society had cast off saying that they weren't worthy of love or or ever uh, going to be a part of society again. Jesus came over to those people and he said, no, they're wrong. I love you. You are loved. And he showed this in the greatest act of love he could ever do, which was dying on a cross for their sins, for our sins. In fact, that's what probably the most famous Bible verse in the entire Bible talks about. John 3.16, some of you have probably memorized this before. It's on the screen. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish, but will have eternal life. And it's because... Jesus did not stay dead, praise God, that you and I are free to love God and to love others. And if you have been to church, you've heard this, but it's important for us to start with the truth that God, the creator of everything, of the moon and the stars and the farthest parts of our galaxy to the smallest little atoms inside of us and things that are even smaller than that that maybe we haven't even discovered yet, God who made all of that loves you and I forever. And it's because God loves us that we are to then love others. That's what 1 John 4, 19 says, that we love because he first loved us. That we are to be filled with God's love to then share and show God's love. So followers of Jesus, Christ Church students, we love people, we love everybody always. It's not everybody most of the time, or everybody sometimes, or some people always. It is everybody always that we are to love. And I know that that can sound like pretty intimidating, but here's the thing. God has placed people in your life that he specifically wants you to show the love of God to. So instead of looking at the entire world and being so overwhelmed, how am I supposed to love all these people? You can instead start with the people that God has placed right around you. Because we all have those people. In fact, I need a volunteer. Who can help me with something? Um, Matthew. Yeah, come on out, buddy. Okay. So, Matthew, we're going to pretend that this cooler is God's love for us. That's why it says God's love, as you can see. Maybe you didn't see that. But here's the thing, this cooler will eventually run out of water, right? So this is just an illustration. So we need to use our imaginations because while this cooler will run out of water eventually, God's love won't. God's love will never run out, it won't even kind of dip, it will not even get close to running out. His love for us is endless. But we're just gonna pretend that this is God's love for you and I, okay? And then we're gonna pretend that this pitcher, which is currently empty, is you, Matthew. So, here's the thing. Matthew, there are a lot of different types of people in our lives, right? So, so what are the different types of people that you find in your life? There's some that are written up on these pieces of paper here, but also you can pro- 
give me some of the things that you think of. When you think of the different types of people in your life, what do you think of? There's teachers. That's a great one. Okay. So I'm going to take the marker that we have up here and I'm going to write teachers on it. And meanwhile, I want you to think of another one. Okay, Matthew? So teachers. So I'm going to have one of this, this picture right here represent the teachers that we all have at school. Or sometimes we can even have like a piano teacher or like a specialist teacher for some of the sports that we're in. Right? So this is going to be teachers. What, what other kind of people do we have in our lives? Ooh, we have cousins. Yep, okay. So I'm going to just take this one, and I'm just going to write family on it. Because cousins are part of our family, right? We have brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles and, and grandparents and cats and dogs. I don't know. It depends on what kind of family you define it. So let's just do cousins on here, even though I just said I was going to write family, but real cousins. So cousins, family, it happens. What else? What other kind of people do we have in your life? bosses if you're working. Yeah. Um, what about uh, like people that you hang out with at school? Your friends. Your friends. Yes. Your friends. We all have friends at school, whether you have a bajillion or you have five. You have friends at school. And here's the reality, Matthew, that we could spend the rest of the evening and probably the rest of the week filling up this whole room with different types of people that we have in our lives. But here's the reality. Here's our responsibility. God asks us to let him fill us up with his love. God wants us to embrace his love. And so what does that look like with this? It looks like just letting God love us and believing that he loves us. But then he doesn't ask us to just take that love and just go sit in a corner and talk to nobody about it. He doesn't ask us to take that love and just come to church and, and do nothing. In fact, the Bible is full of places where God says, okay, now in the ways that I've loved you, go and love others the same. Why? Because he first loved us. So in the same way that God has loved us, we are to love our teachers. And in the same way that God has loved you and I in being forgiving and being gracious, we are to be in that same way, forgiving and gracious to our cousins and to our whole family. And we can continue to go down this list looking at the different types of people that are in our lives and the ways that God has called us to love them. But here's the reality. We can't love these people if we don't first believe and embrace that God has loved us. Matthew, thank you so much. You can go sit down, buddy. Good job. Yeah, give him, give him a round of applause. So we could continue to fill all this up. We could, we could write down our, our, our friends and, and our teachers and our siblings and our parents and our grandparents and our cousins. And we could even go into to maybe people that disagree with us at school or people who annoy us. Maybe people with a different skin color than us. People that believe different things than us. Maybe they go to a different church. People who don't like the same things that we do. People who don't dress like we do. But ultimately, how, how do we love these people in the ways that God has asked us to love them? In the same way that Jesus loved us, by serving them. So we talk to that kid who's all by themselves. Or we talk to that family member or friend that doesn't go to church. We tell them about Jesus. That's the most loving, serving thing you could ever do for somebody, telling them about Jesus. And it's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be clean. Love is messy and, and difficult. 
but it is what we are called to do. And so the next few weeks, we're going to continue to talk about how we love the different types of people in our lives. But this is where we have to start, with God's love for us. Because before we love anyone, we have to believe and embrace and live out of the truth that God loves us. So we love because he first loved us. Say that with me. We love because he first loved us. We love because he first loved us. Thanks again for checking out this podcast. We hope this teaching helped you to discover completeness in Jesus and encourages you to help others do the same. For more resources or to learn about Christ Church in general, visit us online at cco.church.